Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Energy Secretary is busted. She did a fake trip trying to show how easy it was to charge your electric vehicle on a road trip. The reality was she had people going in front of her in advance in gas-guzzling cars, blocking charging stations so she could have one when she gets there. And it happened that a woman who had a child in the car called 911 after this car refused to move that was not charging. And they said, well, we're just saving it for somebody. Who were they saving it for? They were saving it for a publicity stunt. They were saving it for the energy secretary Granholm, who was trying to tell the country that you should switch to an electric vehicle and everything will and everything will be perfect. I'm going to give you the details on this one. This is just now breaking. House Republicans are officially investigating the energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm's summer EV publicity trip that made news by having the police called on it. It was a local news story on WRDW-TV on June the 27th while Granholm was making her way through Georgia that broke this story. A woman made a 911 call that led police being dispatched when a staff member blocked the charger to ensure that Graham Home could drive up to use it. I'm calling because I'm at the Grovetown Walmart at the charging station, and there's literally a non-electric car that is taking up the space. He says they're holding the space. Okay, so they're doing this. This is her staff, right? They're holding up the space taking up the space with a non-electric car. They're holding the space for somebody else, and it's holding up a whole bunch of people who need to charge their cars. The 911 call went uh, went that reported, that reported the incident. So this is the exact transcript. The woman noted that on the sweltering June day, there was a baby in her vehicle that had to wait and wait and wait due to the blocked charger at the Walmart. According to NPR, Graham Holm was in a Cadillac that is a electric car has an msrp of about 60k and stated range of up to 314 miles in a post on x 
the House Oversight Committee put this up. The panel said that this mis- the misadventure led to a Georgia family traveling on a hot day with an infant and a low charge on their EV battery to call 911 out of urgency. As the Department of Energy employees used a non-EV car to hold a charger for the incoming energy secretary because of limited, slow, and non-working EV chargers along the route. Now, this comes as the Biden administration continues its attempt to force a radical increase in EV cars on American roads. In a letter to Secretary Granholm, the chairman, Comer, and Representative Fallon requested documents and communications to understand the purpose, costs, and consequences of Secretary Granholm's trip, the panel says. House Committee on Oversight and Accountability Chairman Representative James Comer of Kentucky and Subcommittee on Economic Growth, Energy Policy, and Regulatory Affairs Chairman Representative Pat Fallon of Texas authored the letter to Granholm demanding the costs and logistics of the trip, saying this, We're alarmed by recent reports of your four-day summer 2023 electric vehicle EV road trip, apparently intended to showcase the Biden administration's progress in achieving a radical green agenda, Comer and Fallon wrote in the letter. Using an internal, internal combustion engine vehicle, your Department of Energy staff blocked off an EV-only charging station. So you could stay on a schedule, which was painstakingly mapped out ahead of time because of limited, slow, and non-working EV chargers along your route, they wrote. Noting how the Georgia family suffered for the sake of your schedule. The taxpayer-funded publicity stunt illustrates yet again how much out of touch the Biden administration is with the consequences of policies that it's unleashed on every American, they wrote. Now, the letter stated that the trip was reportedly intended to draw attention to the billions of dollars that the White House is pouring into green energy and clean cars. Yet at every point on this journey, you relied upon ICE vehicles, that's government vehicles, using gasoline to try to boost the charade of the effectiveness of green energy. Quote, unquote, your fleet of EVs could not complete the trip without the support of the fossil fuel industry which you and the Biden administration have been intent to vilify and destroy. In addition to failing to charge vehicles fully in order to maintain the facade that only a lunch break was needed to keep going. The letter said Graham Holm did not even make serious practical decisions on the EV vehicles chosen for the road trip. The Department of Energy avoided any use of Tesla vehicles or technology, which automakers have invested billions in green energy and are embracing the letter states. The Department of Energy exclusion of Tesla from your EV road trip raises questions whether the decision was politically motivated. A release from the panel said the investigation is part of a wider agenda. The Oversight Committee is investigating the impact of the Biden administration's attempt to force a radical increase in the number of EVs on American roads and to impose sweeping green regulations on traditional cars, trucks, and other highway vehicles and locomotives. The release said, noting that the Environmental Protection Agency rules call for a 67% of all new car sales to be electric vehicles by 2032. A radical adoption of EVs through burdensome regulations poses a major risk to the already strained U.S. power grid and supply chain. It, moves customer, it removes customer choice, 
and leaves domestic energy producers searching for answers. The article that started in Western Journal and then was picked up by others, uh, don't worry, the mainstream media is not picking this up. They're just saying it's no big deal. Now, I want you to think about this mom who called the cops on the energy secretary's staff. The fact that this took a local news station to do this original story uh, should tell you everything you need to know. They go to the Walmart. They're trying to charge their vehicle. And you've got a gas guzzling car who is blocking that charger saying, no, 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 get out of here. We get to use this because we have the energy secretary coming. Think about that. Columbia County 911. Hi, I'm calling because I'm in the Grovetown Walmart at the charging station, and there's literally a non-electric car that is taking up the space who says they're holding the space for somebody else, and it's holding up a whole bunch of people who need to charge their cars. All right, you're at the Walmart on Center Way. Um, the one in Grovetown that, that has the RVs in front. Are they Hello? still there? They're still here, but once one spot opened up, which is, like, not them, but there's other people who are waiting to charge, and they're still here, and they're not an electric car. And the sign says that it has to, you, can't, you can't park here unless you're charging. And what kind of car is it? It's a Corolla. It's black. Do you, see, think, a, do you see a tag number? Um, I can get it. But they said that their person's going to be here in two minutes that they're holding the spot for. So maybe, well, now I'm charging, so I don't even care anymore. But, yeah. Okay, I've got a deputy on the way. Can you see the tag number? Oh, they just got here. Go take a picture of the Corolla tag. Go take, go take a picture of the Corolla tag. Well, how many charges? It's sold. Yes, I'll take a picture of the Corolla tag. I wish my phone. Can you please take a picture? That is the 911 call. This mom calling the cops on the U.S. Energy Secretary's staff, not even knowing, by the way, that she's making a call about the U.S. Energy Secretary who has a staff member in a, in a non-hybrid car who's blocking a charging station so that when she gets there, they can then charge her car. 535-9732, 535-9732. So clearly the grid can't handle this. That's the other part of this. Like the grid can't handle it. That You can't have these trips as seamless you got to have an advanced staff going ahead of you is what there is what you've learned from this ex, this exercise from the energy secretary. All right, you guys in the gas guzzling cars, y'all go stake out and block off charging stations for us so we can look like the infrastructure can handle all of this and everything will be fine. Come on. That's now where we are with the, I mean it, 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 that's lying to the American people straight up. It's easy. You can travel all over the country and charge your car hassle-free. No reason to not buy an electric vehicle. Meanwhile, her staff in a gas-guzzling car were blocking charging stations along her entire route. 535-9732. By the way, so she wouldn't get off schedule for the PR stunt. That's the part that really makes me mad about this, okay? It was about the PR stunt. They had a schedule to keep, so they had to charge on a schedule. They couldn't wait for 30 minutes or an hour or an hour and a half for a charging station to open up. So they had to have uh, these, it had to be instantly pull in, instantly charge to keep the schedule for the next event with the media who was waiting to push this propaganda. So the Walmart that where this 911 call came in, it was like, all right, look, somebody's got to get there. Somebody's going to make sure while you're there. 
Well, you know, that, that as soon as we pull up, we can get this charge in real quick. And then we can move on our way to the next location for the next PR stunt. And then we move on to the next location for the next PR stunt. And then we move on to the next location for the next PR stunt. And then, we, and then we'll get to our destination, we'll, you know, and then we can charge a full charge that night. Because they didn't have time on this PR propaganda tour to fully charge the vehicle on a regular basis. Have you ever wanted to go to the Holy Land? I'm talking about Israel. Well, I want you to come with me, Ben Ferguson, on an amazing trip that you'll never forget. Israel is the cradle of Judaism, Christianity, and of many of the principles that we hold dear as Americans. You're going to visit sites like the Armageddon Battlefield, Nazareth, Jericho, Jerusalem. You'll walk in the footsteps of biblical figures like King David and Jesus Christ. I'm going to meet up with you in Jerusalem and experience with you the city's great sites like the Western Wall, the Temple Mount, and the Via Della Rosa. This trip will deepen your understanding of the Bible and of Western civilization. The trip's going to be May the 6th through the 15th of 2024. People are signing up fast, so book your spot now before it's too late. For more information or to register, visit ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben. ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben or 877-234-3002. That's 877-234-3002 or ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. New York Mayor Eric Adams has been taking aim at Greg Abbott. Taking aim at him because he calls him the crazy man down south. That is the guy that they said was evil and sending illegal immigrants to where they actually want to go in the United States of America. Greg Abbott made it clear, we can't handle all the illegal immigrants in our state. It's millions of them. And you guys are going to feel some of the pain. There is now growing fallout over Biden's border agenda. And even if the liberals want to take aim at Greg Abbott over the border, there's facts that Greg Abbott is talking about to back it up. I want you to hear some of this story and then Greg Abbott's response. Last Friday, Eric Adams called Greg Abbott a madman. And now Greg (laughs) Abbott is responding. Listen to this. The mayor may have made it to be mayor of New York, but he could not last a week in Texas. Mm -hmm. They have so few migrants in New York compared to what we deal with every single day, Jesse. 
uh, is just outrageous. What's maddening is the fact that in New York and Chicago and D.C. and L.A. and other places, they put out policies self-proclaiming that they're sanctuary cities. And they love to promote these liberal ideologies until they have to actually live up and apply them. It's clear that the policies of sanctuary cities and letting everybody live for free simply do not work. This is a day of reckoning for all of the United States, realizing that the liberal policies of open borders will not work in this country. The NYPD, uh, in an effort, these liberal cities, in an effort to separate the ICE from the uh, police force and allow people, illegal immigrants, to live amongst themselves, they came up with the sanctuary city idea. The sanctuary city idea, no one ever viewed this happening, where 100,000 people come and demand all types of services, and you have to give them that because of your right to shelter and because of your sanctuary policies. And because of that, you're complaining to the governor of Texas, who, by the way, has sent maybe a total of 20,000? We got over 100,000 here. Yeah, nothing. He's barely made an impact. Nothing compared to, as we talked about yesterday, the flood of illegals that have come via middle-of-the-night flights, courtesy of DHS. He won't talk. He said a peep about what's happening at the border, but really nothing. And now sources are saying that the NYPD is expecting a flood of retirements because overtime pay is being slashed in order to deal with overrun illegal costs. And it's pensionable. Can you imagine that? And it's, pen- yeah, exactly. Well, people, if, wherever you go in the United States, uh, like we went to the diner on Friday and people are so worried about this country, you know, but we, we're talking about when does the pendulum swing back the other way? Because he's absolutely right. Greg Abbott's talking about how these progressives, these liberals, they think it's a great idea to have a sanctuary city because that sounds so inclusive. Let's include everybody. Let's bring everybody to America. Let's give everyone the American dream without paying taxes. We'll pay their way. We'll give them everything. And then when it actually, the rubber hits the, meets the road, then they, then they freak out. They're like, we can't pay for this. We can't do it when the sanctuary city actually happens. And it's the same thing with the schools. Look what happened in Virginia. Oh, parents shouldn't have a say in what happens in schools. Well, the then all of a sudden the school boards happen, school board meetings, parents start speaking up. Then they they vote for a Republican governor and he wins because finally they realize what we're doing is not working. Right. And same with defunding the police. Let's defund the police. Well, how'd that work out? Well, now we're doing it by default right now. The NYPD and FDNY facing budget cuts to cover the cost of illegals. And look at the crime. We are a sanctuary city. We're defunding the police. We cut a billion dollars from the budget, from our police budget. Crime is through the roof now here in New York. It looks like it used to. So former Congressman and former gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin talked about the impact it's having on New York, and I'm talking about illegal immigration. Watch. Put rhetoric aside and actually look at the impact of the policy. When you finish, when you stop construction of the border wall, when you advance catch and release, when you get rid of Title 42, when you get rid of the Remain in Mexico policy, when you attack our custom and border patrol agents, and you keep adding on these sanctuary cities, sanctuary state policies, and federal rewards and incentives to come, this is only going to increase. This is only going to continue to get worse. It's good to see a Democrat like Eric Adams recognizing that this is going to destroy the city. It's good to see a Democrat like Michael Bloomberg calling on President Biden to take action. We need the Democrat. We need President Biden specifically to step up and secure our border in a way that a state and a city can't. You got Hakeem wow. Jeffries in New York is among wow. leadership. You got Senator Chuck Schumer, majority leader in the Senate leadership. You have all the power to give New York maybe too much power. Instead, you watch. 
as the number one city in the country in terms of population and tourism just falls apart because you will not do a tough political move, which in the long run would actually help your party. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no, his, nobody in the Hispanic community says, I love what happened at the border. I think I'll vote Democrat. You're converting no one. Your idea has failed. The Hispanic vote is gradually going right. And you're letting the whole world in without no idea who's coming in. And we well, had the anniversary of 9 I mean, the number of people on terrorist watch list exceeding 150 this year alone, breaking records. You are putting our nation's security if, at risk. If you, want to know, if you want to know why Ainsley's tired today, she watched the whole game last night. You hear that conversation and you can understand why people are so angry. Why, why people are just so mad. Because... If you are in Texas or a border state and you see these Democrats freaking out the way that they're acting like they're freaking out right now, you would be furious over this. They're saying it's a, you know, this is a crisis, right? This is a state of emergency as they keep they keep calling it a state of emergency. It is, but it's not in New York a state of emergency compared to what everybody else is dealing with. There is not a state of emergency there. They're at the beginnings of what border states are dealing with. The beginnings, folks, the beginnings of what a border state is dealing with. Like when I say beginnings, I'm talking about years ago. Greg Abbott went also on Fox News this morning to slam the Biden administration's handling of the border he had this to say as well. Listen. So the buoys that you put in there, there, there you go. Uh, they're suing you. The federal government's suing you to get it out. They're suing you not to put up the wall we paid for. There is no scenario where the federal government is not going out of their way to make your life worse and the people of Texas's life worse. So it's true. I'm going to make it worse than that. So we are putting up these buoys. By the way, the, the, the buoy idea came from the Border Patrol. Uh, and, and they tested it for safety. They tested it for effectiveness. Uh, and no one will cross those buoys. Uh, obviously, the Biden administration sued us because we have those buoys in the water. Uh, we will continue to deploy them. They're out there right now. Uh, if we win that case, which I think we will, uh, we will put hundreds of miles of buoys there. And let me explain why. We are building a border wall, the exact same border wall. Right now. That, yeah, right now. Uh, today, the border wall is going up as we are speaking. But the, the, the border wall costs 10 times as much as those buoys. And so we can have uh, more prevention of people crossing the border by putting hundreds of miles of those buoys in the water. But talking about the the Biden administration suing us to try to eliminate the buoys, but it gets worse because y'all showed here on Fox News the way that that we put the the National Guard put up this concertina razor wire to prevent people from coming across into the state of Texas. And it was effective. Biden administration, Border Patrol, they cut that razor wire. Then they pulled it open mm-hmm. and, and let the migrants through. There is a war going on on the border, and that war is between Texas and the United States of America. It's outrageous. It's a war between Texas and the United States of America. He's right. The Biden administration has declared war on Texas. That's what's happened. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Things that Biden has now said, well, he's a liar. And we know the White House is lying about the border security issue. Over the last year, this is what they've said, as now we are seeing even more chaos at our southern border, more Democrats calling it a national crisis, and even Democratic mayors declaring state of emergencies, including now governors. So what did the Biden White House say to you over and over again in testimony? Listen. It is my testimony that the border is secure. The president has worked very, very hard to implement a strategy when it comes to the border that is humane, safe, and, and has orderly enforcement. Things are going at the border, sir. Much better, than, much, much better than you all expected. <laughs> we have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have responded with a model approach that has proven to work. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. We have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. We are stopping the flow at the border. The border is secure. Border is not secure. We've had the highest number of people come across the border that we've ever had in our entire life. And what is the president talking about in the last 24 hours? Well, he can't figure out if it's February or January or January or February when he's elected. In Europe, the NATO meeting, I sat down. It was in February, January, after being elected. The late January, early February. In Europe, there's your president, right? I sat down. It was in February, February, no, no, January after we've been elected. Late, late January, uh, no, no, early February. That's your president of the United States of America. Joe Biden, who's a pathological liar, also was caught lying in his latest speech. Again, claiming he traveled 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping, a lie that has been repeatedly debunked. And then he randomly starts yelling, maybe because he saw his staff hitting their heads against the table in the back of the room. I spent more time with Xi Jinping than any world, than any world leader has. 68 hours alone with just he and I and an interpreter. Traveled 17,000 miles with him here and in China. On the Tibetan plateau, he turned to me and he asked me, he said, can you define America for me? And I was deadly earnest. I said, yes. In one word, possibilities. We in America believe anything's possible if we try it. Anything we do together, we can get done. This is a guy that clearly is on a massive 
cognitive decline. He never, by the way, he never, let me say this again, he never traveled 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping. We know that's a lie. Why does he keep telling that lie? Because the media refuses to call them out. And as he claims that the border is secure, Democrat New York Governor Kathy Hochul had this to say on CNN about the migrant crisis in New York. We have been welcoming. We have been gracious. We have been supportive. But we have to point out the fact and make sure that people coming across the border who think there are plentiful hotel rooms and services in New York City, we hit our capacity. So we're asking other areas to embrace these individuals, but we're not going to compromise who we are as a state with the Statue of Liberty in our harbor. So that's what I want to be clear about. That's important. We'll retain that, but we just need a slowing right now to help us manage the people who've already come and let people know it's not the way it was a year ago. We're at capacity. We have been welcoming. We have been welcoming. But now we're done wel- welcoming you. That's the line now, right? That, that's, that is the line. And then Democrats are also trying to figure out now, okay, how do we deal with this babbling idiot? CNN's Jake Tapper saying Biden is facing some of the worst polling for an incumbent, incumbent president since... As I've been saying over and over again on the show, Jimmy Carter. Polls show that Joe Biden is really underwater uh, when it comes to approval on the economy, approval on uh, immigration and the border, when it comes to approval in almost every uh, realm. I mean, he's really facing, I think it's some of the worst polling for an incumbent president since Jimmy Carter. Polls show that Joe Biden is really underwater. I mean, the, the last part there, I had to play it again. Joe Biden is really underwater water yeah joe biden is really underwater that's the reality biden also shuffled off into the twilight after delivering his usual concoction of rambling nonsense and outright lies in arizona yesterday couldn't find his way off the stage somebody had to grab him after he went behind an american flag and clearly didn't know which way to go Now, the American flag was in the center of the stage. He couldn't figure out, do I go left? Do I go right? Which way do I go? Someone even grabbed the book from the president that he had in his hand when he was walking off the stage. They couldn't figure out, though, where to go afterwards. Uh, This is, and again, when I say he's babbling like an idiot, this is more of him in Arizona. I've tried my very best, and I'm sure I haven't met the test of all of you want me to meet but tried my very best to meet the highest standards, whether you voted for me or not. Now, we don't know if that comment was in reference to the Biden crime family. We're still trying to figure that out. That came right after his lie about traveling 17,000 miles with Xi Jinping. That's been debunked. And then he starts randomly again yelling. Um, Biden is, is so upset, by the way, he immediately starts joking. Yes, he's upset. And then he starts joking. Listen. But they haven't given up. Just look at recent days. There are accusations against of treason, treason against the major news network because they don't like his coverage. I don't know what the hell I'd say about Fox if that becomes the rule. <laughs> but they haven't. I mean, this is a president that you can't figure it out. He sat down. He sat down in February. Then no, 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 January after we elected, late January. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm still not sure. Now, there's one thing, though, that he does know. 
He does know the talking points of the Democratic Party. He's still all about June 6th, the insurrection. It was in January, but hey, who cares, right? When you're losing your mind, June and January sound a lot alike. In the speech I made at Gettysburg in the inaugural address to the anniversary of June 6th insurrection, uh, January 6th insurrection. Yeah, June 6th insurrection. June 6th insurrection. That's your president of the United States of America. Biden immediately, by the way, capitulated to radical climate protesters who interrupted his speech. Uh, and, and, and they interrupted his speech because they're mad that he's not doing enough on the environment. Here's what he said. It's not easy. He looks confused. Why don't you wait? Hang on a a second. I'll be happy to meet with you after I speak, okay? They keep screaming, why have you not declared a climate emergency? I tell you what, if you shush up, I'll meet with you immediately after this, okay? I'll meet with you. Capitulates immediately. What world leader meets with a random person in the audience, right, who is interrupting his speech? If that's what I have to do to get a meeting with the president of the United States of America, man, this could be fun. Just go to a Biden speech, start yelling incoherently. You get awarded with a meeting with the president of the United States of America where he says, hey, if you just shut up, if you shush up, I'll meet with you after the speech. I'll give you an audience with the most powerful man in theory in the world. All you got to do is just yell some nonsense out about climate crisis instead of having. And and this is all encompassing of the lack of law and order from Democrats. You've got somebody that at that point should be kicked out. and, And I would argue just banned from coming to any future events. It's pretty simple. This is not hard. And instead, what do they do? They capitulate. What do they do? They say, oh, no, you don't understand. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't understand. We've got to capitulate here and fine. I'll meet with you. I'll meet with you. I'll meet with you. Okay, I'll meet with you. 535-9732. 535-9732. That is a four-hour workday for the president, and that's what they've got for you. That's the four-hour workday. And this is what he gives you. Don't forget, share a podcast, please, with your family, your friends on social media so we can reach new people. Share it wherever you are on social media so others will hear the truth. I'm going to keep you updated on all of this. That I can promise you. And make sure you write us a five-star review to help us as well reach new audience members. And we will see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.